Broadcasting from the Any Hour Services Podcast Studios, I'm your host, Mike Wilson, and on this episode of In the House, we're going to be talking about hydrojetting. Let's go. Uh, okay. Oh, it's not scrolling. What's going on here? Good thing the show hasn't started. <clears throat> Doesn't it start when we want it to start? Yeah, so like all this pre Yeah, last whatever, time we had a big just, to do. You know, just just make yourself comfortable over there. I am. I'm However, sure. bad you, last time yeah. you were making some noise and he gave you all kinds of crap and he then did, left because I tried to yeah, <laughs> and it was perfect. I loved it. He was like <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. People are probably wondering in the house is a podcast about the major systems in the house, electrical, plumbing, heating, and air conditioning. Each week I'm joined by a panel of experts. <laughs> Sometimes they try and play footsie with me under yes, the table. Um, anyway, uh, I'd lost my place. Yeah, panel of experts. We pick a topic and we discuss it in depth. Hopefully it brings you value. It's meant to be informative anyway, unless we're goofing around. Uh, if you've heard the show before, thanks for coming back. We really appreciate it. If you could uh, leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you haven't already, Go ahead and subscribe. Like I mentioned earlier, we're going to be talking about hydrojetting. I've got Jesse and Chasen with me today. They are part of the management team over the sewer and drains department at Any Hour Services. Y'all ready for this? I was I was wondering if I was to say that if I was to ask that question, who would do it? Yeah, uh, you it know, was me. I I'm not going to say I didn't consider it. Okay, maybe we could insert a sound effect there. So like when I say, are y'all ready for this? And then like you like work your magic. You don't have to. I know you don't want to. <laughs> Do it anyway. <laughs> so um, I think a lot of times when, um, especially in the industries, we get so close to things, regardless of what your industry is, we find ourselves starting to speak what some people might think is like a secret code or a special language um, that only us understand that not everyone does. So question for you guys how many people do you think actually know what hydrojetting is 17 17 people or 17 percent well, on a holiday weekend maybe 19 yeah. <laughs> not very many it's why on a holiday weekend i i really don't know that was just my guess seems like you'd asked a question things. he gave a guess i gave a guess so what our, day of the week our panel of about? experts they don't usually guess um they usually come in really strong <laughs> we usually get better questions <laughs> <laughs> um here's a question <laughs> we lost him that's all right that's true that was a really horrible question uh let's man this show i think it's the guest well this we, show is this, this we is do more have entertaining this every time right all right well let's let's get back on topic hydrojetting i would agree with you i don't think that a lot of people know uh i mean even austin austin like what did what did if someone I know you know what it is now because you work here, but before you worked here, what would you have guessed hydrojetting is? I don't know. I probably would have just asked you more questions because I don't know. I don't know what it would have meant. You're not one of those guys that like hear something and try to pretend like they know what they're talking about. Right. So you would ask more questions. Definitely. We, we need more of that in the world. Mm -hmm. We surely do. <laughs> mm hmm. All right, so what is hydrojetting? Hydrojetting is a process of cleaning a drain that actually cleans the drain. It's basically a pressure washer made specifically for the inside of a pipe. So it goes in there with high-pressured water and actually scours the walls of the pipe clean. 
Okay. Um, are there other names for it? I mean, we were talking about what people might call it. So what are some of the other things that, that if people hear any of these terms, hydrojetting, or, or this is what they're talking about? Yeah, there's several. There's uh, some people call it power jet, power flush, hydro flush. Um, yeah, they, it's got several names, but all of them. I mean, around here from, is a nickname. We just say we jetters. call it jetter. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we jetters, call it a jetter. Jetting. Yep, and so there's a lot of different words for it. But if it sounds like it means pressurized pipe jetting, water, that's another one actually. Pipe jetting. Pipe jetting. Yeah, in fact, there's companies that use that in their name even mm. too. Um, and so yeah, it's got several names, and they all mean some form of water and cleaning. So high pressure water sent down the line to clean the the stuff off the side yeah and there's there's different like when you say it that way it sounds like you're just shoving water down but it actually is more from the nozzle and the hose goes into the pipe and it cleans at the point of the nozzle so how does it work like just try and imagine that people are listening and maybe they can't see well, we have like what seven people that listen so i told you it was 90 <laughs> like six like we got about a hundred people that listen a week. We got about a hundred people that watch. We're building an audience. This is the building phase. It takes how many? Anyone episodes? listening? Any of you? One hundred people <laughs> listening or watching? Tell a friend, please. Yeah, please share. Tell yeah, a friend. Yeah. Um, yeah so actually, the I tell you what. I'm, I'm going to do something. If you will like tag three or four of your friends, and like either send me a screenshot that you did it. I don't know. You can't really tag them in YouTube. So maybe you need to text. That's what. Okay, here's what you do. Wow. Any of those people listening or watching, send me a screenshot, blank out any personal information, a screenshot of you texting out the link to our podcast homepage, anyhourservices.com slash podcast. Text it out to a few people. The first 10 people that email me at Mike dot wilson at anyhourservices.com email me that uh screenshot or some kind of proof that you did that and i will i'll, I'll mail you some swag we have any hour t-shirts they're like super dope though they're not like a a uniform t-shirt these are like really good 60 40 blend <laughs> like that even poly mean? cotton what does it mean in t-shirts like i've got several t-shirts and i have no idea what they're made of well the ones that you get from the swag shoppers 60 40 blend, blend. <laughs> <laughs> what's the thread count on that <laughs> that they're not sheets anyway this is so productive okay <laughs> just know that the shirts are awesome they're delicious they, they actually are i i, you, I joke oh, but they I are just awesome wanted, you started this before the show no 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 right then you were like Oh, you only have seven people listening. I, I, I got, had to correct you and I say 100. The, I hit the ego button. Then I said, it's not an ego thing. <laughs> I'm just trying to be accurate. It's not seven. It's okay. But now we're going to have more because those first 10 people are going to tell three of their friends. And now we'll actually see who listens yeah. to the show. <laughs> anyway, back to hydro jetting. Mm -hmm. um, let's see. What you are, were asking what it is. Yeah. Basically. Okay. That's what. That's how we got off track. Yeah. I said, imagine that people aren't watching. They're listening. And you're like, well, seven. <laughs> so describe it to seven people. So, okay. All seven of you. It's not seven. <laughs> 90 something. Um, so basically you take water from a source, a garden hose, a washer valve, something, put it into the machine itself. And it has a pump in there. So it's a special, it's their specialty equipment. That yeah. Knows. Yeah. There is. If you know what a pressure washer looks like. Okay. So a beefed up one of those. 
beefed up. Yes. Yeah, they're a pretty cool. Up, yeah. Some some jetters actually look very similar to those in some different, you know, shapes okay. and sizes. But most people know what a pressure washer is because yeah. they wash things off at home or whatever. But it is, but the machine itself, before you attach a hose to it or anything, is pretty much a beefed up pressure washer. Got it. And so it takes that water, pressurizes it, and shoves it through a small hose that you put into the pipe. Uh, and then that hose at the end of it has a nozzle that projects that water out onto the wall of the pipe. Uh, different. It, usually you run it somewhere between 1,200, 1,600 PSI. I just had this visual in my head. So I'm imagining like <clears throat> taking the garden hose and like if you've ever washed out your garbage can, mm -hmm. right? So I'm sitting there and I take it and I put it on the high pressure spray mm -hmm. part and I'm trying to like wash the stuff off of that. Mm -hmm. This is doing that, but there's a special nozzle that's like sending all that high pressure and it's like cleaning off the insides of the pipes right. with this thing as you send it down, right? Yeah, and those nozzles come in different angles that Shapes. how the how it sprays out and so most of them come in either a 45 or a 20 degree angle coming off of there so it doesn't hit it directly on the pipe just straight out mm. it's actually spraying backwards so that it can get underneath and behind that build up and break it free from the wall of the pipe is that also to help it like uh kind of feed itself down yeah, the line yeah it actually well. pulls itself down the line because you're going down a lot of turns and narrow areas and so with that pressure spraying backwards it helps you get that nozzle further down the line so with this with this pressure this increased pressure that the pipes aren't used to like do you i mean i'm assuming since they make equipment and people are doing it what are the chances of it damaging the pipes so it, really not that high uh, because it comes off at that angle and not blowing directly onto the joints and things like that it kind of cascades off as it goes you're going to do a lot more damage actually using a, a snake or a cable down there because it's metal and abrasive and rubbing against the wall of the pipe and so the hydrojet is actually even safer for the pipe the one thing that scares people is that while you're running that hydrojet, there's water coming out. And so if that pipe is compromised and it's going to exacerbate a problem, you're going to have water coming out while you're doing it. And so it seems like a bigger deal than when you break it with a cable kind of thing. Got it. Got it. Um, what are, are there specific lines in the house that are more prone to needing hydrojetting mm -hmm. than others? Yeah, great Tell, question. What are the most common ones? Most common ones are anything tying to a kitchen. Uh, mm -hmm. Kitchen sinks, just because of what goes down there, even the soap that we use in the kitchen is different than other parts of the home, things like that. It builds up a lot. And so normally it will become a black, kind of nasty, stinky, gross sludge. Um, and so those need... More often, we're jetting those lines than any other. Mm -hmm. um, they just get a ton of buildup. It's gooey buildup. Um, and so these go in there and clean that out. By the time that usually makes it to the sewer line, it's become diluted. There's more water flowing through. It doesn't build up nearly as much in the bigger pipe. Uh, and so it's more often going to be those that get soft things down them, kitchen lines, bathroom sinks sometimes. They're usually a much shorter pipe, so it's not as big of an issue. Um, but yeah, kitchens are most common. So is this... Is this buildup and this jetting happening? Um, like, do you send it down the sink drain? Like the or like not the, the sink, sink drain. itself? Or? Yeah, like do you send it down the sink? Like you remove the stopper and send the thing down that so way? Or? Usually, there's there's a couple ways to get into it. Clean out is always going to be the best option uh, and Clean access out. point. So somewhere along the pipe, there will be a lid that opens up and gives you direct access into that pipe. It's meant entirely for things like this. Just a way to get into that pipe. Um, and that's the best way to go. Otherwise, you get underneath the sink. Rather than going right through the sink, you get underneath it and you pull the P-trap off. 
and then you go in. Those They have limitations to where they can turn, how many turns they can make, things like that, just because friction stops them from going if they turn too much. And so anytime you can eliminate corners and things in that process, you're going to be able to get further and have a better chance of getting it cleaner. Gotcha. So when you said clean out, I'm not aware of too many sink kitchen sinks that have like a clean out the the pipe itself will have a clean out somewhere in most cases so it's not necessarily underneath the sink it might be if you're on an upstairs kitchen downstairs where that pipe comes down the wall it'll be in that line somewhere um, and so somewhere along the pipe itself after the sink there should be an access point somewhere hmm. um okay cool what are some other lines that uh that get jetted jesse do you do you jet the main line at all like i mean mm -hmm. so yeah yeah absolutely do so the jetter we've been talking about the most uh well just recently is mainly for in, in the inside of the home smaller pipes uh more for soft blockages such as food and and grease and things like that when you get outside you you know chasing had said 12 to 1600 psi when you get outside you go to what's a main line jetter and that's you know towed behind a vehicle a lot lot larger um, and it can run up to 4,000 PSI and, and that the outside, the outside of the home, we, we jet quite a bit, um, to clear it and prepare it for a liner, you know, a permanent solution or just to maintain it and try and get those roots or whatever soft blockage might be in there. Hmm. So, so yeah, so Chasen, you said like inside, once it makes it down to the, the sewer that it's, it doesn't build up as much. So what are the most common things, Jesse, that you're jetting? Uh, in the main lines? Um, the most common thing uh, that we jet is probably roots. Uh, the reason is, is because uh, as we were talking about the different heads, mm -hmm. the same thing on a main line jetter, a lot larger, um, but it actually uh, has what we call a cutting head. And so those jets are doing the same thing. They're kind of going back at an angle, but it has a forward jet to get through, you know, whatever's in the way to get in front of those roots. And they kind of poke a hole that it can right. like, get through. Right, it has to make it down. But that jetter, we can turn the pressure up uh, high enough to where it won't damage the pipe as long as the pipe's not compromised, obviously, and it will cut those roots back, you know, all the way to where they're coming in the joint. Hmm. And so um, the benefits to that is one, it restores flow for the customer if they're just looking for maintenance or whatever to help them get by. But, but two, we do that all the time or have to do that. We have to clean the pipe. Uh, as far as scouring and getting any kind of dirt or debris out of there or roots if we want to do a liner and because that liner is literally just mimics whatever casing you got there so it, it needs it. to be as clean and clear as possible and there's certain lines like the ones we were talking about inside kitchens and things that in most homes at some point will need to be hydrojetted out and when we're talking about the sewer line, it's not something you're supposed to have to do. Right. Um, if you are jetting out there, it's because there's a, a bigger problem. If you've got to cut roots off or something, then the best thing is to address what's allowing those roots in, what has failed that's let that happen. Um, and so like Jesse said, it's it's usually a preparation for a permanent solution. Well, yeah, you, you like he was saying on the inside, you get that grease on the inside of your kitchen and you're not running water down your kitchen sink constantly. So that grease you know, it goes down, hardens up, sticks to the walls, and then you can't get it off without a jetter. Uh, and that's a maintenance thing that you, most people have to do a few times or whatever, depending on the age and, and how well or what it wasn't plumbed in the home. On the outside, if you're jetting, um, 
you're you're looking down the road at different problems. Well, how common is it to have to do that jetting as a maintenance thing? Because we started out the show by saying most people don't know what it is. If mm -hmm. most people, if if everybody is supposed to be doing this to like maintain it, I would assume that more people would know what it is because it'd be more common. So like that seems like a paradox there that like you should be doing it, but we're not like so. Yeah, a lot of people will. I've never, I've never had. I was going to say, I've never had to have this done, but maybe I do need it done. And I just don't know. But like, you know, I've never had a line. It usually comes up after a blockage. So a kitchen sink stops draining. It's not working at all. And we come out and figure out why. And most people, I don't know if I'd say most, a lot of people, rather than jetting it, will just run a snake through it. And that'll do a temporary solution. Then six months later, they run another snake. And six months later, they run another snake. Mm -hmm. And what that's accomplishing is poking a hole in that grease that's still there moves it around enough for water to get through, but it doesn't actually remove it from the pipe. Um, there's a lot of different analogies for it, but the one I like is a milkshake. You take the straw, you put it into that milkshake, it goes right through there, no problem. As soon as you pull that straw back out, that milkshake closes up mm. where you had the straw. And so the same thing happens in See, some I of the lines. See, I was thinking, you know, my milkshake brings all the boys to the mm. yard. Yours does. It probably yeah. does. Yeah, it's true. There's a, that voice. <laughs> there's a trend no on doubt. TikTok. The first time that I saw it, I actually thought it was pretty funny. And like a lady will like go to the window and she'll just kind of be looking out there. And she's like, what, what are, what are all those boys doing? Oh, geez. And then she's like, oh, my milkshakes. She, <laughs> she like runs out because her milkshakes. Up with her, was, I don't know, but they're funny people. I guess. Anyway. Okay. People so with a lot of time on their hands. Um, that's true. But uh, so when you run a cable through there, you're basically putting a straw into a milkshake sure. a lot of times. And so sometimes it'll poke a big enough hole for water to drain for a little while. Sometimes you can run a cable through it all day long and it still won't even get the water to flow at all. Hmm. And then you have to do a hydrojetter to even get it to flow. So my next question was going to be like, like, how does someone know that they need to get it jetted? And is, I guess the way you kind of explained it, does it usually start with, okay, I've got a blockage and the first step is to try and cable it. And then once you find out what's going on with the cable, then yeah, you recommend it? Most of the time, you know, when it comes to drain lines, if there's nothing happening, a lot of times ignorance is bliss. Mm -hmm. If water's flowing down, just don't think about it really a whole lot. Well, you assume it's working yeah, the it's way working. it should. Yeah, and so when it stops working is when we start thinking about it. Sure. And so then, yeah, first step's usually a cable. And what that does is when we pull that cable back out, if there's a lot of buildup on there or anything like that, it tells us a lot of what's happening inside that pipe. And so if we pull that cable out and it's got a bunch of black, nasty sludge on that cable, that tells us this thing needs a real cleaning. And then we jump to a hydrojet. I would assume also, and maybe I'm just making this assumption because I'm cheap, mm -hmm. but... Um, that probably the reason that people do the cabling is because it costs less than like running a jetter down the line. And if you are only being made aware that there's a problem when it backs up, if a cable's able to poke a line through it and you can like get some relief from what you think is the problem mm -hmm. at that point, you're like, ah, well, why do I need to spend more money? Like, I mean, yeah. what, what's a rain? How much does hydro jetting cost to, yeah. to do? No, well, and that's going to vary a lot, but it's, you know, you'll have a company that comes out to do $250 for a hydro jetter and another company come out to do the exact same process for $850. Um, the big, differentiation is going to be who do you trust and um, you want to make sure it's going to be done properly because a hydrojetter can be done incorrectly um, and so to the people who have gone the route of running the cable every time because it's cheaper 
the the simple fact is being that that's only going to last six months maybe a year or so you're going to do it again and you're going to pay for it again and then again and again and eventually you're going to spend more in running a cable than you would have by doing one hydrojetter that skipped 10 of those cable trips um and so it ends up being in the long run it's much cheaper to just go ahead and clean it out and get it back to a fully open square one pipe uh, instead of cabling it over and over and over and over. Now, that's when you're talking about interior jetters. When you start talking about the sewer line jetters, like Jesse said, it's it's a tow behind. It's a trailer. Um, it's it's a very expensive piece of equipment. And so those $250 to $800 numbers start to go up. Sometimes it's $1,000. Sometimes it's $2,500. And so it's going to vary a lot. So it's, it's going to depend on the kind of jetting that's being done, the equipment being used, yeah. the company and, itself. And, and the like quality what that they're going to put into it. If you're sure. talking about a sewer line jetter, are they going to check it afterwards to see how well it did? Are they going to make sure it gets everything done? A lot of companies charge by the hour to do something like that. And others use a upfront flat rate fee for however long it's going to take. Um, and so it, it really can vary a lot. Yeah, I, I, I usually recommend people like you are you're entering into a relationship with these repair companies mm -hmm. like whether you're calling a plumber electrician a drain company hvac whatever it is and it's it's much more important to to look at it as that relationship do you trust what they're saying uh you know have they how do you feel when 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 they're there are they going to like stand behind the work that they're doing so there's all those things that like look into it so if you find yourself in a situation where you're like needing to you know have your your lines maintained or have this jetting and stuff done just think about the company that you've got out there working on that yeah because whatever number they give you you want to make sure the value is there yeah um, and so if they if you know somebody's going to come out and do it for 100 bucks but you feel like as soon as they walk away you're going to run into problems again or you don't like the guy coming to do it or they're going to make a mess with the hydrojetter because they can be messy yeah. um the value's not there and so that's hey, true you like the money you save on getting the jetting done you ha end up paying in cleaning bills yeah. to like because you because that greasy nasty oh. nasty stuff that's there if they're not doing it right and it's splattering back into the kitchen or under the cabinet and stuff like that mm -hmm. you know uh, you know are are they are they tarping everything off are they being sure to like collect the the water and stuff that's coming out are they protecting the splashback all of those things well and if you're you upstairs know. and that starts dripping underneath the cabinet mm -hmm. and getting into the drywall and the ceiling below i mean you could be tons and tons and tons of money to fix that mm -hmm. and so yeah the initial cost not to mention is, like the smell that you oh, might have it's if the it's worst like, in, in all my years of working on drains and plumbing and stuff, it's kitchen sinks are the ones that make you gag. Always. Always. Any, nothing else is as gross as a kitchen line. Mm -hmm. I know I, it seems weird. Mm -hmm. I would rather eat soup out of the line underneath the toilet than out of the pipe after a kitchen sink. Sir, I feel like that is hyperbole. <laughs> no, I mean that. If, if somebody had a gun in my head and said, choose where your soup's coming from, I'm definitely not eating out of the kitchen line. I mean, if someone's got a gun to your head and they say, choose it's where your soup's day. coming from, yeah, it's a weird why would you not sure. just say, like, the can? Well, like Campbell's. Well, if that's they a choice, you're going to choose that. This, yeah, if a can's Yeah, but that's option. not how you presented it. That you is said, how he, I, I think you presented it just fine. Jesse got it. It's exactly how he presented it. No, I have he pulled, said, if I, my options are... That's not how you led into it. You were like, I would rather do this than this. And I was like, really? And you were like, if someone had a gun to my head and the question was, or the demand was, choose where your right. soup's coming you want, from. Can I start over? No, that's staying on the show. Well, like I need can. people that's to fine. know. <laughs> it doesn't matter. No, that's why I'm wondering why you're talking about it. The, well, because I'm kind of out of things. Jetting's not a long topic. <laughs> Well, is it's there, not. It really isn't. And I'm trying to entertain people. You, the way you go from a hundred listeners to like 
500 listeners. I thought we were at seven. I, I, you I know what? At least 11 now. Is I got, oh, it's 11. I got, I got, yeah, got some soup in the toilet. Toilets, <laughs> Do you yeah. have a gun in my head? That's the next important part of that. No. Okay, then I'll take the but can. But before you even brought the gun into it, well, you now, were like, being honest, if I'm I had a soup to fan choose. Anyway. Well, I'm not either. Okay, well, let's move on. All right. All right. <laughs> Any other thoughts about jetting before we... Uh, yeah, the here? big thing is just don't don't neglect buildup. Just because it's flowing doesn't mean it's clean yeah, I mean, going to keep flowing. And by jetting it out, you clean it, you get a two-inch pipe back to a two-inch opening. Um, and, and so it's, it's very important to make sure you're getting more out of what you're doing instead of just running a snake. Actually, yeah. I'll, I'll address that with you and then I'll come actually go ahead. I'll, I was, I was just going to say that's a, a very important distinction between a jetter and a cable. Cause, uh, I, I hear many times where, you know, we, it, I, I ran the cable down it and we cleaned it and, and that the cable does not clean anything. If it, it removes the blockage, the main majority, the big, you know, the big wall, Poke it pokes a hole, but it's spinning going down the line and it's throwing whatever it removed all over the line. And so it actually just spreads it out over a line and, and restores flow where a jetter when done properly, it literally washes the entire line. It takes that blockage and it moves it down the line and then it cleans as it goes and makes sure that it makes it all the way out of the home. And that's why you can go, you know, you can run a jetter and not need one or maybe not need one for a couple of years where when you run a cable, you continually need it every other month or every two months because you didn't really clean anything. So, oh, and that's, yeah, cable will clear a drain. A hydrojet will clean the and, drain. Yeah, I don't know why it got to this point, but it seems like a thing that uh, plumbing companies, drain companies, that they advertise as a drain clean. Mm-hmm. And search traffic on Google, mm-hmm. like people search more for drain cleaning, mm-hmm. and maybe they think, "Oh, I need to clean out my drain or something." But uh, yeah, there's there's a difference. And the thing is, is like people will, or companies will advertise uh, a drain clean for a really low price, and it's just running a cable, right? And then you know the jetter and doing things like that. So, but yes, that's the distinction. Cable, I like the way you describe it. Cable clears it, jetting will clean it. Yeah. And so it's much more of a cable is a temporary alleviate the symptom. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like if you got a fever, you do something to get rid of the fever, but is there a virus? Is there something right. causing mm-hmm. the fever uh, to, to happen? What's your body trying to attack? And so that's that's a more um, permanent solution. Yeah, anything left in that pipe, is, it's going to be the next cause of a blockage. If you have the walls of that pipe are totally covered in goop and you go through and you run a snake and you clear it and the water starts going down. It's not long before another piece of that buildup breaks off and goes down and gets caught. But if you go in there and actually clean it, pulverize it, get it out of there completely, there's nothing there to get stuck. Um, now that's all with the caveat of as long as we're not abusing our drains. If we're pouring down, soup down the yeah, toilet, pouring yeah. soup down, if we're putting, we think like, ah, oh, that's a good place to eat one, it from. One common thing is people say, put an orange peel into your garbage disposal to make it smell good. And yeah, it'll smell great for about an hour. And then you have an orange peel stuck in your drain line. And so things like that are going to cause blockages, even in a clean pipe. Um, and so jetting, it's not a guarantee that you can do whatever the heck you want with it and not have blockages. You can go to YouTube and see the video we made on how to clean a garbage disposal. Oh yeah. Cool. Any hour services. You know, you go back to you know, more people should know about this. Like you said, if everybody's got to should do know it, about the show, the jetter. Oh, more if people should know if, about if the if show. You're treating Both. your drain, right. And putting the right things down there, not the wrong things. You won't ever see a jetter. Hmm. So, and I never have. Now, there you go. 
put the right things down put my dress. Right Before the show goes just off the rails, I feel like, is there anything else related to jetters <laughs> that we need to say before we wrap this up? I don't think so. I think we covered most of it. What's the? No, we covered way too much. We, we covered a lot of other things. No, and, and drains aren't meant to be maintained. That's just the the solid fact around drain lines is they're meant to be maintenance free. And so if you're having to do something like this to maintain it, you should reevaluate how you're using it. But yeah. when you get to the point of a lot of buildup is there, this is how you clean it out. Yeah, and, and just because you have an old drain doesn't mean that you should be maintaining it. The age is a sign that it is failing you. And the fact that you have to maintain it means you should be looking at permanent options or prepare yourself for that because just an age is not an excuse to have to maintain. They should run properly. All right. Well, that's the show. That does it. <laughs> uh, we'll be back next Tuesday with a new episode of In the House. Uh, I'd like to thank everyone um, that helps make the show possible. My guests, Austin, behind the scenes. Did I you? Guess. Did you make an? You made an appearance on this episode, right? That's right. Nice. What was it about? What did we ask you to chime in about? If you knew oh, if you knew what hydrojetting was. Okay, cool. Good if you'd talk. like to know, <laughs> if you'd like to know more about any hour service. Oh wait, don't Whoa. forget uh, our our little thing. Like tag three oh. friends. Like send them the link to the show. It's anyhourservices.com slash podcast. Send that to four of your friends or three, whatever, but send me some type of proof of you like group texting them first 10 people. I'm going to hook you up with some any hour swag t-shirt. That's what you're going to get. But email Mike dot Wilson at any That t-shirt's a 60 40 blend. It is poly cotton. It's breathable, light, <laughs> soft fabric, screen printed, we gotta stop doing male, this on female, Friday. Male, male, female cuts, children. No, we, no, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a male unisex. That's that's what it is. I, you need to stop making promises. That hang on, my son's calling me. Uh, if you'd like to know more about anyhourservices.com or anyhourservices, go to anyhourservices.com. I've been your host, Mike Wilson, and you've been listening to In, In the, the House. House. In the See House. Ya.